It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Good Saturday morning to you, six minutes after seven o'clock, rolling into hour number two of the Lawn and Garden Show here on WSB. I'm Ashley Frasca, sitting in for Walter Reeves. He'll be back next Saturday. I love taking a break from traffic. I love traffic. I don't love sitting in it. I love reporting on it. But this is a nice break from traffic where we just get to relax on a Saturday morning and talk about being productive. and Productive in the landscape. There's nothing like just, I mean, when you know your day ahead, when you can get up on a weekend and you just know your day ahead, going to mosey out to the yard just the feeling of accomplishment i love it awesome so i'm itching for that because sitting on the couch watching tv has driven me crazy (laughs) this winter so i'm ready to get out so in the studio with uh winston eason clayton county extension agent mickey gasaway from pike nursery thank you for joining me this morning thank you i always appreciate having you guys it's a pleasure back together again uh, yes. yes pretty much maybe twice a year twice yeah. a year at least once yeah. once a season we can we try to do this so to get Walter to go out of town more often <laughs> <I know. laughs> buy him a plane ticket and send him on his way you know but for, for what 52 Saturdays in a year yeah. Walter may miss five yeah mm-hmm. and yeah, he has to it. usually be out of town to do that he doesn't yeah. even get sick or no. anything mm-hmm. so not allowed yeah so he'll do garden trips with folks and mm-hmm. he usually tries to do two a year there's always information on his website walterreeves.com if you and your spouse are retired and you have the money and you have the time we'll travel he takes tremendous garden tours really cool things to see usually the tours and the trips are 12 to 15 days long so something to think about if maybe you're looking for a vacation in 2018 go with walter nice guy lots of fun the groups that he takes are are good so i think john and i are a little young Maybe not not enough money yet. Try to say all the gardeners are old. Yeah. <laughs> we're not financially established enough yet to uh, to take a trip. But next time you go to Italy, oh, yeah. I would love to. Oh go. yeah, Tuscany and oh, yeah. wouldn't that be yeah. Beautiful? Yeah. beautiful? And I mean, you have a travel agency plan the whole thing, yeah. so you know you're going to get good good tours, yes. good information. Mm-hmm. No minute is wasted. The schedule right. all laid out. Oh, yeah. see, that's that's yeah. my kind of trip yeah. right there. So, Walter, we miss you, but he'll be back next Saturday. 404-872-0750. Rolling right through calls. Anywhere in the metro Atlanta you, area, you can call that number if you're out of state. Trucking along on the interstate somewhere else. 1-800-WSB-TALK. I guess long distance isn't really an issue now, yeah. though. No. You don't really need so. the toll-free number when you're just calling from your cell That's phone. That's correct. Anywho, very close to town, David and Buckhead, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. How can we help you today? Yeah, this old decrepit gardener here, uh, <laughs> I've, I've got some landscape ferns, and I've got some camellias that were, you know, beaten down heavily by the snow, and the camellias are probably at a curve at like a 45-degree angle, and the the ferns are, you know, the the stems are not broken, but they're bent to a 90-degree angle. Do I just need to prune all that out and start over, or will they will the phototrophic thing you know, correct itself and it'll grow back up straight sometime? Yeah. I usually clean my ferns up this time I of year too. anyway. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just go in and get the ones that are kind of bent over and everything, mm-hmm. kind of clean them up, and the new stuff will come up. And just I'm sure they're probably autumn ferns or one of those right. that are evergreen. So I think they'll come right back out. Give a little bit of fertilizer, and I think they'll do good. 
And as far as the camellias, we were talking about that earlier. We've heard this so much. This, I think you probably need it, unless you can really tell they're broken. I would probably leave them, you know, okay. for a little while before you start cutting them back. Okay, okay. Because I, I just, you know, I had to cut some out that were broken. Yeah, yeah. And of course right. you do that. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, thank you, and I don't miss Walter at all. Oh, <laughs> we do. Well, thanks, David. It was a pleasure yeah, having you. Thanks for hanging yeah, yeah, on. Yeah, I'll take it easy. Bye. You too. Thanks. Now, I've noticed, too, a lot of times already with some things, though, you can already see leaves and things along the limb dying off yeah. from that off. winter damage. Mm-hmm. So you may have to go Cut all the way off. back yeah. to back, the, yeah. to to the, the live, and things. To the live wood. Yeah, yeah. to really mm-hmm. see what's uh, what's broken there. Yeah. But most things, I mean, that snow was, what, six, seven weeks ago. So that most things should have bounced back by now if they're going should've, to. Yeah. Right? That's correct. Right. So otherwise... You, you, you might have be, some branches, you know, depending on the... If uh, they've just been over something, yeah. I've had men you know, just come back up. Come back up, yeah. What... Which of the the plants are worth tying back up? Is is there a need to do any of that, or just let it be? I would say uh, I would only tie uh, evergreens, uh, yeah, conifers, conifers. things that you know actually the the root system was compromised in some way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the anchorage. If you know, if if the roots were up. You know, slightly uprooted or something like that. But for limbs and things. But sometimes, if you have like a Leyland cypress or something like that that split and hadn't really split, but they've, you know, pulled apart, apart. sometimes you can pull those back together. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Any questions about cold damage or getting ready for spring? Thinking ahead, give us a call 404 872 0750 up to Dawsonville. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Hope you are. Yes. Thank you. I have a hinoki cypress tree that I've had for about seven years, and uh, I've never done any pruning on it uh, or anything else. And I was wondering how you take care of one, how you prune them, and what type of fertilizer you might use. Okay, so what would be the reason for pruning? Yeah. Well, it's it's got long branches, but they're spaced quite a bit apart. It's not very full. It's pretty open. Mm-hmm. It's about it's about ten feet tall. Yeah, um, you know if the branches are healthy, if the uh, angles of attachment are not compromised in a way, I, I wouldn't worry about pruning. Um, they're sort of uh, a the loose, tree. yeah, loose type yeah, they're, plant they're, they're anyway. Not, yeah, they're not, not that formal compact. at all. Right, right. So um, I'll take a, a second look before I start to to prune. Um, uh, most established plants, trees, and so forth uh, don't need much pruning at all, uh, except for you know dead branches and disease branches and so forth. So if you have none of those, uh, I wouldn't worry too much about pruning. I don't want it to get much taller than it is now because it's just about up to my gutters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so can I top it? Uh, topping is not allowed, really, because uh, you're actually going to be taking the plant out of it, the tree out of its natural shape. But uh, if you hire a maybe a certified arborist, there, there's a way to actually um, kind of bring the height down without actually top in the tree so you might want to um you know seek out this service of a certified arborist they can actually help you to um to bring the height down proper pruning methods and techniques they can bring the height down a little bit without actually topping the uh the tree okay and and what about fertilizer well if it's an established uh tree uh do you have uh turf areas around the tree or uh, uh no uh-uh. it's it's 
uh, along the uh, foundation of the house, right, along with right. some other plants. So, so maybe this spring, maybe um, some ten, ten, ten would be, you know, any kind of balanced fertilizer, ten, 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 twelve, eight, sixteen, something like that. Or a slow release. Or a slow release. Uh, slow releases are uh, better, uh, more expensive, but um, they give you, you know, uh, last kind of longer. Last longer. Yeah. Like my organite. Uh, mm, <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's a slow release. Yeah, it's an some, organic, but yeah, yeah um, you could use that. Yeah, Pikes okay. has a great slow release. Mm-hmm. I think it's sixteen four eight something like that. Okay, I that's mm-hmm. what it is. You could do that. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, thank you for your help. Thanks, You're Mike. Have a great weekend. You do the same. Thanks. <laughs> 404 Also a reminder to folks, if you're too shy or you're not near the phone and can't call in the show, Walter and I are on Twitter as well, and you can tweet a question, and as long as you just use hashtag AskWalter, that'll come to us. We'll be able to see it. We'll be able to answer it on the air, and you don't have to be on the air, so that's a benefit too. And sign up for Walter's newsletter as well. When you go to WSPRadio.com, you have to create a free account and sign up for Walter's newsletter, which goes out every other week. Dave Baker's Home Fix-It Show newsletter. So that's another resourceful place for you to find info from Walter, especially when he's not here. All right, Cobb County, and say good morning to Jordan. Hi. Hey, I appreciate y'all taking my call. Thank you. Um, I wanted to call and see. Uh, I've got a, uh, a piece of land that has a, a house on it. it it's like, um, you know, 0.1 acres, and it's been in one of the clear-cut newer neighborhoods mm-hmm. i'm trying to figure out what's a tree or two that i can plant that's going to give me the best return like that's going to get pretty mature pretty tall pretty big in just five or six years and now how, how, how big much <laughs> yeah how much land are you on it's like 0.1 acres it's pretty small oh yeah it is really like a, like a postage right. stamp and, and what would be the uh function of the tree in the landscape uh, just uh, just maybe you know if we move inside the next decade just to just to beautify the lot a little bit what I usually see, Jordan, is that people plant too big a trees. You don't want to okay. plant a red maple or something like that because it's going to take up your whole lawn. You're not going to have a lawn. In fact, I'd think about something smaller. I mean, you could use like a, a single-trucked um, crepe myrtle. You could even use one of the um, the Japanese maples, one of the mm-hmm. upright Japanese maples. But just think about that root system, how big it's going to get. And if you want any lawn at all, you need to, you know, I know you want instant gratification, but you'll be much better off in the long run if you'll get something that doesn't grow quite so big. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all so much. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Good luck. And something else to think about, too, something to consider is not planting too close to the house. Like a lot of the builders Mm -hmm. make the mistake of planting those ornamental maples and things right next to the dining room window or something. A, it's going to cause maybe the... You know, the, the potential for foundation yeah. damage. If it's a taller tree, it's going to be in the gutters all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. just something to think about, backing it away from the house. That's and correct. also be aware if you have a septic tank as, as well. Mm-hmm. And power lines. Systems. You know, if you have power lines yeah. that run through your neighborhood. Um, Before well, you dig yeah. for mm-hmm. underground power lines, yeah. 811, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't want to leave the neighborhood without right. power. So, um, yeah, something something small. Crepe myrtle was a good suggestion. Yeah, yeah. they do well. Mm-hmm. And some, there's some of the other smaller trees. Kusa dogwoods. That, mm-hmm. Now that, Kusa dogwoods yeah, Jordan, if you're still yeah. listening, mm-hmm. a Kusa dogwood would be nice. Pretty. That would be a nice visual yeah. for 
for something. All right, so up coming up in the next half hour, Lawn and Garden, we have Donna in Atlanta about knockout roses. I promise, Donna, we're going to get to you because we, we have a lot to say about roses this morning. David using Roundup on weeds when it's safe to do so. Elaine putting down a pre-emergent. And Jackie, how to get rid of bamboo. All of those coming up on Lawn and Garden. This is Ashley Frasca sitting in for Walter Reeves. We'll be back right after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. A quick check of this weekend's weather brought to you by Ackerman Security Systems. Cloudy today, a 30% chance of a light shower, and that chance increases later in the day. Highs in the upper 50s, a low around 49, and tomorrow rain likely all day. High of 56, low of 42. Stay tuned, another hour and a half of the Lawn and Garden Show here on WSB, followed by Dave Baker and the Home Fix-It Show at 9. And stay tuned, we also have the weekend prize pack to be giving away, so that's something to stay tuned for here in the next 20 minutes. 404 750. This is Ashley Frasca with Winston Eason and Mickey Gasway filling in for Walter. Good morning, Donna. Thank you for being so patient. How can we help? <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. A quick question. I live in Atlanta. My son, daughter-in-law moved uh, from Colorado to um, Warner Robins mm -hmm. with the Air, Air Force. And um, they have a, a house that has all sorts of plants and they don't know what to do with them. <laughs> Mainly... Um, and knock out roses. When do you cut them back? When do you cut back the pampas grass? They've also got grapevines on their, their ranch, and they've got uh, blueberry uh, bushes. Wow. Okay, so let's yeah. see if we can. All right, I'm going to let him do the, the veggies, quick. and I'll do the. <laughs> so let's start with the pampas grass and the, the roses. Uh, you could right. do those the same day if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, I would say, uh, used to, the Atlanta Rose Society did the last weekend in February. But sometime, anytime now through then, it's fine to cut your. And the knockouts, knockouts come all down. the way back. Okay. Well, not all not the way all back, way but, Pretty you low. know, yeah, 10. Ten inches, something like that. And is like there that. any secret to the pampas grass? And when you try, when you do your roses, try to cut them with the buds facing out if you can. If you can cut, we're doing a. Uh, well, I'll tell you about that in a minute. But the pampas grass, cut it all the way back. You can and, actually uh, run the lawnmower. You can run it out, or a weed eater. That's what yeah. Stan uses sometimes eater. to mm -hmm. do ours. All right, and then vine, uh, grapes and blueberries. Yeah, grapes. Uh, grapes you can do now. Mm -hmm. uh, blueberries. Um, blue. uh, oh, no. Well, uh, the blueberries. Uh, you'll just have to make an assessment if you really need to blue, uh, to prune back. But uh, I would kind of maybe reduce the overall height by maybe one third. Just to kind of get the um, uh, the bush in uh, reasonable height. Well, if the blueberry bushes mm. are really large and established, is it mm. beneficial as well to look for those cross branches in the center? Cross branches, kind of older branches, um, and you want to remove those. Okay. I would say remove, remove no more than maybe a third. Yeah. yeah. And Donna, I'll tell you too. Have them go on WalterReeves.com and in the upper search bar, type pruning calendar. He published one in the Atlanta yes, Journal Constitution uh, years ago. Useful. Yeah, hardwoods and other uh -huh. things, when to prune, what shrubs, that's very helpful. You wanted to say something about roses, Nikki? Uh, yeah, I was going to say next week, I mentioned it before, we're having a rose class at Pikes at the store. Wh where are you located? Uh, she was in Atlanta, but her family was in Warner Robins. Okay, we're having one at um, a Lindbergh, one at... Um, Swanee, one at West Cobb, and one at Peachtree City. And um, it's good. they're going to be at night. They're going to be at 6 o'clock. 
and we're going to sh- we'll we'll talk to you about pruning and spraying and planting everything you need to know about roses. Now, a, a so. southern favorite here in Atlanta has got to be the knockout rose. Oh, of course, oh, yeah. of course. So, but of course, y'all will cover all varieties. Yes, we're going to cover all varieties. That's so. right. So it's going to be fun. Perfect. And I can't remember. You know, I can't remember when you were supposed to cut them back. Uh, knockout yeah. roses, the end of February. Mm-hmm. Right. And in, anyways, okay. Well, I know we're going to have another freeze, so. Hopefully that'll do it. You could cut them okay. back anytime now till the mm-hmm. till then they'll be mm-hmm. fine. Okay. Thank okay, you great. so much, Donna. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and Walter for Thank your you. information. I wrote down your um, uh, internet dot uh, com. So. Yep, WalterReeves.com, dot com, and then just have them search pruning calendar. And that's one of those things I print out. I have in the garage posted for my reference, mm-hmm. and also on Walter's website, lawn care calendar. You just search mm-hmm. those three words. And you have a one-page calendar for every lawn type common here in Georgia. And literally, January through December, Walter's telling you when to be fertilizing and pre-emergent and seeding and sodding. So those are just very helpful for homeowners that are new to the Atlanta area. Coming up on 728 here on News 95.5 and AM 750. Lots more to come on the Lawn and Garden Show, including your questions, questions from Twitter and Facebook, and also the weekend prize pack. Ashley Frasca sitting in for Walter Reeves. We'll be back right after this. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Not quite, but the second best, Ashley Frasca, sitting in for Walter Reeves, hosting Lawn and Garden this morning, just for this one Saturday. Winston Eason and Mickey Gazaway joining us in studio, rolling through your lawn and garden questions. Give us a call at 404-872-0750. Want to go out to Elaine. Elaine has been patiently waiting with a question about pre-emergent. Hi, Elaine. Hi, how are you doing, Ashley? Great. So good to talk to you. Thanks for hanging on. Oh, sure. Um, and I just wanted to say you were talking about how wonderful it is at this time of year. And, and my happiness quotient goes up with the length of the days, you know. Doesn't it, it though? It does. It's wonderful. So um, I have a large pine bed that thinks it's a weed bed. And I'm just wondering when I put down pre-emergent, do I need to pull back all that pine? And, you know, should I be using something that I can spread with a spreader instead of the preen because my hand will just wear right off. You can put out the granular type uh, pre-emergent. Uh, the, the important thing is to, uh, is to water it in. You have to apply okay. the hose to it, yeah. And so that will dissolve the granules. The pine bed, or uh, yeah, just uh, broadcast it on top of the pine uh, uh, mulch and um, the granules. Some of the granules kind of filter down to the soil line. But okay. the important thing you have to follow up with um, an application of um, water. Yeah, just hose yes. it down. Okay. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. Elaine, what was your experience with preen? Well, just that um, I have such a I have a corner lot and. It takes a long time, you know, and I'm, like, shaking my hand and, you know, shaking, 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 and I can go through, you know, two or three large containers. Well, you could get one of those hand um, spreaders, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, I have have the little walk-behind thing, and I was just wondering, so I can get a granular type um, instead of any particular brand. Uh, What do you have? What do you have, Mickey? I'm trying to think. 
I'm sorry. We do have we have some really good. It. Um, I'm sorry. Is it by E.B. Stone? Would it be? Or? Uh, no, no, it's uh, not E.B. Stone. Um, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't no, remember. Right. Call Pikes, and they'll tell you. Just tell them okay. you want a, a, a pre-emergent. And well, yeah, Pikes, actually, Pikes actually has a pre-emergent. It's in the blue bag mm-hmm. that okay. you could use that. And just use okay, a walk good. behind. Well, yeah, and just use a walk yeah. behind. It's in a large bag, so you could do that. Okay. That's great. Yeah. I have one other quick question. Sure. Okay, so I have some uh, Meyer lemons, and they're under lights right now, like from 7 to 9 every day. But they're they're that pink light, you know. It's not heat, and uh-huh. the leaves look really splotchy. Should I be putting something on that? Uh, no, I, I, I would kind of wait until maybe um, a, a little bit later, or spring maybe, uh, when you get a chance to put them outdoors right. and just give maybe a little bit of fertilizer. Um, okay. You know, a tent and tent will work, and just kind of um, get the leaves um, back in shape. Just watch them for spider yeah. mites. That's spider what mites we always and, see. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and what do I spray with for spider mites? Well, at first, uh, kind of make sure you're identifying the problem. Okay, uh, it, with the little webby. Right, part. you can put, mm-hmm. um, you know, a white sheet of paper under the leaves, not the leaves, and if you see anything crawling around, that okay. would be a good way to identify if you have some spider mites. Okay. And if you have, okay. then you can spray, but... Um, um, Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Y'all have a wonderful Saturday. Thanks, Elaine. You as well. All right, it's time to give away the weekend prize pack here on WSB. DeMarco's answering phones and anxiously awaiting the different phone number. It is 404-741-0750. You have to call for the prize line. A family four-pack of tickets to Clark Howard Night at the Atlanta Gladiators game next Saturday, February 3rd at Infinite Energy Arena. And a pair of tickets to see Hall and & Oates and Train on June 20th at the Infinite Energy Arena. So go ahead and just get a parking pass there, too. Before they go on sale, which is Monday at noon, you can win two tickets to see Hall and & Oates. And they go on sale Monday, LiveNation.com. All of that can go to caller number three right now to 404-741-0750. Back to Lawn and Garden Calls we go. David, good morning. How can we help you? Yes, I have a zoysia lawn that has some weeds in it. And I'm wondering if it's a good idea to spray the weeds with Roundup. (laughs) No. Uh, No. (laughs) We we don't recommend that at all. Um, what type of weeds do you have, though? Are you seeing some weeds this time of year? I don't know the genus the species, but... But the Roundup green. isn't... No, they're, they're green. They're green when the rest of it is dormant. Okay. Do they look like they a... Do on, they do that on golf courses, so I was wondering if that'd be a good thing to do. Right. Do they look like a blade, or do they look like a roundish leaf? Uh, both. Oh. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, uh, uh, except for the... Grasses, uh, fescue, and probably poana. Yeah, poana. Um, you know, uh, you can choose to do nothing about the weeds that are in your lawn right now, because they're all winter weeds. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as the temperature um, kind of changes, get a little bit warmer, uh, those winter weeds are going to go away. Uh, Actually, the broadleaf uh, weeds that look like thick grass, they were there all summer too. Uh, if it's a grass, uh, it's probably going to be fescue. Yeah. Uh, if it's a grassy weed. If it's there all summer. Right. If it's all summer, all winter, most likely it's fescue. Um, But I would start by, you know, you can take a sample of the weeds to your extension office and um, first just make sure you identify the type of weeds you have. 
and then they'll be more than happy to make a recommendation as to what you can um, apply to get rid of the weeds. There's a, a product called Image that works real good on, on grassy weeds. On grassy weeds, But yeah. you need to watch your temperatures with that, right. too. Right, and, and we'll, we just have to first identify the weeds. Yeah. So. What about Trimec? Uh, Trimec 4. Uh, well, we have to first identify, do you have grassy weeds? Uh, if you have grassy weeds or, you know, broadleaf type weeds, that's the first step. We have to figure out what you have in order to, to make a recommendation. Well, okay, contact the government. I got you. Yes, sir. And How about a follow-up question? How do I get rid of the bees that drill into a wooden door? Ah, carpenter yeah. bees. Carpenter bee. Uh no easy solution no. to that. Um, you know, if you just have a few holes, you probably could um, squirt some um, insecticide down to the hole. Or you could take some powdered seven uh, and make a paste yeah, of it and, and stick it in stick there it because in she's trying to uh -huh. lay her eggs in there. Yeah. And I will say, David, I know you're driving right now, but WalterReeves.com, he has how to build a trap. He has had success with building with a carpenter trap, bee carpenter trap, mm -hmm. and that's going to take some patience. But yeah. set that thing out on the back deck and just watch him go. Yeah. So now, okay, I, I'm curious. As soon as, as soon as David did say the grass was dormant, Mm -hmm. There's a very small window, and on Bermuda too, when Roundup would be okay mm -hmm. when it's we fully dormant. Well, never. well, you know, you uh, you almost have to be an expert to figure out if they figure out if the grass is really dormant. So, um, or just, just to the naked just, eye looking at the yard, no, yeah. right, it looks dormant, right. but it may not. Right. So you have to look all the way down to the soil line to see if you have any, you know, you're seeing any green, um, you know, stems or rhizomes and runners and so forth. So it can be, um, you know, a little bit tricky just trying to determine whether or not the Bermuda grass is dormant. So um, for the average person, we usually say just don't apply around. Right. That. Yeah. Because that cannot distinguish between the yeah. weeds, the grass, Nine anything, That's right? That's correct. Yeah. So really, you know, trying to trying to get ahead of it, don't worry about getting caught up to the weeds that you have, but start, become dedicated yeah. now to getting ahead of it for the next for, year. For next spring. With the pre-emergent, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. once you start on a good fertilizer regimen, the stronger the grass is, <laughs> it's going to be able to keep right. out those weeds. So. You may have to suffer through the winter weeds right now, but if you get on yeah. the right schedule yeah. with a spring pre-emergent and go from there, it's going to take, what, a year and a half, two years to really establish a strong, healthy lawn. To uh, really yeah, and I'll, I'll definitely start with uh, the soil test because, you know, that determines the fertility levels and what type of fertilizer you need to add and also, too, if you need to adjust the pH. And that will actually help with, uh, you know, growing a healthier, uh, more dense turf that mm -hmm. can outcompete the weeds. And there's always manual yeah. removal. Right. You have yeah. a few weeds. Yeah. If you have a few there. weeds, um, you know, it's a good exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, the way Ashley does it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's therapeutic yeah. for me. It really me is. Too. And I just have a little garden spade and just yeah. pop some of them right yeah. out. And when I can see yeah. that I got the whole little root ball, it I'm like, yes, so it yeah. really does. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you so much, David. James in Powder Springs. Good morning, James. Good morning, ma'am. Um, I have, uh, my boss has this monkey grass stuff, and I'll just go cut it back. And, uh, you know, as it grows, it gets grass, little blades of regular grass growing up in between it. And he wants me to get the little bitty grass out between it. And that's just impossible. It is. I was yeah. wondering if there's anything you could spray on it that wouldn't kill the monkey grass but kill the regular grass. Uh, 
I don't know if you can use image. There's a yeah, you could use image to. But you um, need to, to read the directions right. because um, see if okay. it's yeah, because there are actually two different type of plants. Yeah. Um, well, you know, grassy, grassy, uh, grassy weed and uh, monkey grass. There, and monkey two grass families, is more so. like a lily. Right. Well, it's right. got them little black balls that come yeah. out. Yeah. That's right. Lorape. And you can buy them carpenter bee traps at Home Depot, too. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Wal- Walter's That's a good. do-it-yourselfer. He likes yeah. to build them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So, I Thank mean, is, is it enough to where, have y'all cut the monkey grass back? That way you can see where the weeds are, you know, how the weeds are coming up? Uh, I'm fixing two here in about 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll just go ahead and, uh, you know, mow it down and... Um, uh, you you really have to be timely on that. You want to mow it down before any new growth begins. Is that now? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. you can do it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you a lot. Thanks, James. Good luck to you. Keep us on all day. We'll keep you company out there. Okay, okay. All right. Thanks. Drive safe. We have the Home Fix-It show coming up at 9 o'clock, and then Georgia basketball begins at 1.35 this afternoon. I think uh, the dogs are playing out in Kansas, so that's something to stay tuned for. Kind of sad footballs, well, college football. Yeah. It's over, but it NFL's sad. NFL's. But it ended up well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Speak for yourself. <laughs> we have a Roll Tide fan in here. So, uh, yeah, and then the Super Bowl next weekend, and then it is it is true. Football's over. That's right. So, all right, Lawn and Garden questions, 404 872 0750. We're going to step out to Robin Walensky for a news, weather, and traffic update, and then we'll be back on Lawn and Garden. You're listening to News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend, and the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. A quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security Systems. Today, cloudy with a 30% chance of a light shower, and that increases later in the day. A high below 60, low around 49, and tomorrow, rain likely all day. Bring your umbrella, high around 56, and lows in the low 40s. A complete weather update from meteorologist Kirk Mellish comes in 10 minutes here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Ashley Frasca from the traffic team and from the Herman Cain Show sitting in with you for just about another hour here on Lawn and Garden. And Walter Reeves will return next Saturday. But we're still taking your calls. Mickey Gazaway, Winston Easton, and I join our time together. 404-872-0750. Bruce in Atlanta. You're up next. Bruce, good morning. Good morning. I've got some questions about some uh, fruit trees. Sure. Well, I want to plant some apples, some pears, some cherries. First off, do I need to buy two, or do they have self-pollinators? And secondly, do I need to have them a certain distance apart so they don't try and pollinate each other? <laughs> uh, all of the above. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so for uh, the apples, uh, don't necessarily need um, to have two varieties, but if you do have two varieties, then that will uh, increase the, um, the cross-pollination process, and you'll probably get more fruit in. 
Okay. So, well, let yeah. me mention this. We do have one they call it an apple cocktail, uh, a fruit cocktail, I think. Tree. It and it's varieties? got different varieties okay. grafted on the same trunk. So mm-hmm. if you've got a limited space, right, that, that might works be a really good. good. One to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's oh, self-pollination? Yes, yeah, so they have different ones pollinated. Right, right. But we also have um, different varieties uh, of fruit trees that uh, geographically will do better. Uh, so you first have to figure out what zone you're in and, um, and, and try to match your zone with uh, certain varieties of uh, all the above uh, fruit trees that you just mentioned. And I'm sure okay. Walter has some information on his mm-hmm. website. Uh, you can go to uh, the um, University of Georgia, the Extension Service, and get some uh, information there, too. Uh, another thing with fruit trees, um, you have to be, um, you have to have a plan in place for um, pruning the fruit trees once you set them yeah. out. So, um, you know, uh, that initial pruning is very important. And how right. far, how far to space them apart? Uh, it all depends. Um, uh, Twenty feet, probably. Um, I don't know how much space you have where you are, but um, twenty feet would be uh, reasonable. Oh, so okay. Okay. I've got plenty of area, so I don't really need to. Right. All right. Good. And did you have a question about grasses as well, Bruce? Um, I live up by Nashville. My lawn is full of holes, bumps. It's 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 terrible. I'm just going to disc the whole dang thing up <laughs> and start over. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is there any certain grass that'll grow more quickly and nice and full? <laughs> well, um, it depends. It depends on how much exposure how you much have, sun you've how got. much sunlight you have. <laughs> Uh, okay. If you have a lot of sunlight, then probably any of the Bermudas Bermuda will do shade. well. Um, semi-shade, you're looking at maybe zoysia, uh, centipede, and even maybe even fescue. Yeah, zoysia. Yeah. I did zoysia mm-hmm. last year, and it has absolutely been the prettiest yeah. thing I've ever seen. And it's the prettiest lawn ever. Uh, full, sun. full sun. Right. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. got full sun, yeah. but mm-hmm. uh, it has just been gorgeous. Yeah. So are yeah. you, Bruce, are you intending to do all of that this this spring? To start over with the lawn? I'm going to do it in sections because okay. there's some that's in full sun. There's some that's in full shade. There's some mm. partial. It's kind of yeah. all over. And a lot of folks in, in, in Georgia, it's very common to do one type in the back lawn and yeah. one oh, type yeah. in the front. You may have mm-hmm. to do that. And if you've got deep right. shade somewhere, you're beating yeah. your head against uh, a wall because grass doesn't grass grow in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so you may have to come up with something else yeah. to do in there. Yeah, another thing about fruit trees too, you need a lot of sunlight. Yeah. So yeah, just yeah. make sure you have a lot of sunlight. On the front, on the south yeah. side, yeah. yeah. All right. Best of okay. luck to you, Bruce. Check back in with us maybe in the summertime and let us know if you did the fruit trees and how they're coming along. But like Winston said, so important to have a regimen and a plan there with That's great. the herbicides mm-hmm. or the. Uh, the pesticides, <clears throat> pesticides on them and the pruning um, regimen. Yeah, and all pruning that. Is, is important. That, that initial pruning, training, uh, training the tree, so to speak, is, is very important. The publications from the University of Georgia we online are the best you can get. Great publications, yeah. for free. That, right. and they're free. Yeah, for someone who's never <laughs> done it, it really walks you through step by that's, step on how to correct. do that. So yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. crucial. Thank you so much for the call, Bruce. And we'll have Jane from Smyrna join us right after the top of the hour. Also, your questions from online. If you're on Twitter, use the hashtag. Ask Walter, and it'll come to us, and we'll answer your question that way. And even through Walter's Facebook page, a couple lined up that way, say, stay tuned. You're listening to Lawn and Garden on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB.